0: Welcome back to the Rojo podcast. Another week, another episode, another moment to talk all about sex. (laughs) I'm your host, Penda Jai, and on today's episode we are talking intimacy and self-pleasure during the quarantine, and Obi from WorkBay Podcast will be joining me a little later in the show to discuss a viral tweet that has us questioning how much of our sexual past do we need to share with our partners? Do you keep it real when they ask you how many people you've slept with? What about that gangbang in college? Like, do you casually mention it over dinner? That's all coming up later, so stay tuned. First, let's get into our glows and grows segment. For those of you who are new to ProHo, glows and grows is a way to discuss your sexual ups and downs with your partner. So glows are moments that had your eyes rolling back, behind your head, toes scrunched, (laughs) come all over, you know, you've been there. And grows are moments that just missed the mark and probably could use some improvement. So with that being said, what were the bomb moments of the week? And what was that shit that we just, we need to forget? So, the glow is really simple. I finally made myself squirt via masturbation. If you know me, if you've ever spoken to me about squirting, you know that this is a serious, serious, serious accomplishment. I've only squirted like a handful of times during penetrative sex, more so like fingering, intense fingering. So, to be able to do this on my own, to treat myself to this joy on my own, is such an accomplishment. Um, I can't tell you how I did it. I'm not sure that I'll be able to repeat it, but via the use of a clitoral... stimulating vibrator, I was able to squirt. And it felt so magnificent to be able to give that pleasure to myself without someone else. Um, So I'm really looking forward to discovering more and making it happen again, especially while We're in quarantine, so ain't nobody else getting down there. So I'm looking forward to (laughs) figuring that out. And once I figure it out, I'm going to bottle up that shit, bottle up the directions and send it your way with a nice bow. So stay tuned. Okay, for our grow, we're keeping it even shorter and sweeter this week. We have a lot of good stuff to get to after this. But our grow of the week is from an Amazon essential worker. Now, first of all, I want to say thank you to all of our essential workers. We know that they're putting themselves out there on the front line for our own comfort to be able to order things and have them delivered into our home. And let's be honest, most of these essential workers are black and brown bodies who are out there on the front line and don't have the privilege to not work, don't have the privilege to work from home or not um, go out there to support their families. So we thank you. We thank you. But The Grow is also an Amazon worker who said that, dildos are not an essential good (laughs) like we can't relate like it is essential and that's gonna trickle over into our next segment which is going to talk all about masturbation and intimacy but I'm just saying like I I I get it but you know if somebody orders a dildo or a couple vibrators just trust they need it they're trying to stay sane okay (laughs) okay Our next segment is the dark meat segment. And if you know me, you know this is one of my favorite parts of the show because I love all things dark and all things meaty take that as you will to interpret that however you see fit. But I wanted to touch briefly on pleasure and intimacy during this time, which is proving to be difficult for many of us. And it really just made me think about people who rely on sex as a stress reliever. And you know, guess what? If you're quarantined alone, it's not really an option outside of masturbation. So sex can help relieve stress by raising endorphins and other hormones that boost mood. And I'm really not trying to be in a bad fucking mood this entire time. So, you know, among other things, it can help you sleep better, burn calories, all of that good stuff that typically helps you feel physically and mentally better. And at this point, I'm fucking tired of having sex with myself. So we need to reinvent this whole pleasure, intimacy, masturbation thing with ourselves ASAP so i swear for myself it's like monday it's gonna be this vibrator and big black cock porn wednesday it's gonna be my rabbit vibrator with amateur porn like this is getting really old really quick i'm sure a lot of y'all can relate and i'm almost missing almost the days of like mediocre sex kind of like that good that sex that like wasn't that good but at least it was like a body on top of you but really like how do we return to the basics of touch and arousal if we only have ourselves so you know i've always preached that masturbation is the key to learning yourself and being able to effectively communicate your desires to others so if not now i don't know a better time so you know i've just gathered rounded up some pro ho tried and true ways to keeping things alive and wet extra wet while you're alone so you know First step, give yourself a quick anatomy lesson. Like, if you gotta whip out your camera, bend over in front of your full length mirror, like, actually get a sense of what is what, do that. You know also the internet <laughs> google google what's a vagina what's a vulva like know the difference get real 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 familiar with your body so that when you come out of this you're able to effectively communicate which areas feel good what you need to get that g-spot that squirt like whatever you need to do get real familiar with yourself during this time next i would say take your time slow it down you know, I'm not good at this. I'm not a patient person. So this one it takes it takes a little strength here. You know, I typically race to find the most like fitting porn video or erotic literature to kind of set the mood and then to be honest, I orgasm like real 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 fast after that. So there's a lot of preparation in That's just comes out with an intense short moment in time, right? But it's worth it. It's really worth it. But just remember that orgasms come after arousal. So like take your time to get yourself in the mood if you can, like whatever that means for you. A little, a bath, a candle, some wine, like get yourself in the mood, romance yourself. Okay. We always talk about people not romancing us, not taking us out on dates, not courting us. Well, here's your chance. Okay. Take your damn self out. (laughs) Next up, fantasize. So if you don't have an imagination, now is the time to pretend, okay? If there's a person or a situation that turns you on, gives give it space to fully develop. Don't judge yourself if the fantasy surprises you, okay? Because we all got freaky thoughts. So, you know, if your next door neighbor shows up in your fantasy, just go with it. Just roll with it. It's okay. It's just for a moment in time. Just, you know, no judgment, <laughs> Throw on some porn if that's your vibe. Like I personally enjoy porn a lot. And if it's a source of inspiration or education or a place for you to find your kink, like get into it, get all the way into it, commit to it. And don't feel bad if you find yourself in a category that surprises you. Okay, bloop. You might end up on a page, you're like, wait, how, what is going on? Do I like this? I kind of like it. I don't want to watch, but I do want to watch <laughs> like lean into that shit, like just lean into exploring new things that feel good and that surprise you. I support that 100% um next like don't be afraid of toys or lube like while you know while you're masturbating with toys and lube also like assume the position I think I get kind of stuck into masturbating always like on my back or in this like easy position but I feel like try it in your favorite positions like missionary from the back from the side out the edge of the bed like imagine that person is flipping twisting you turning you all around however you like it like use your own body weight, switch up Switch it up, get into it, and like imagine that there's a person there in the room with you. And lastly, you know, just do it as much as you damn well please, like really come often, come as much as you can, get it wet, free yourself, free your mind, free your body, feel really great so that when we do finally get out of this quarantine, like we're not all... wound up tight and like, just don't know what to do with this energy. Like let's take care of ourselves now. So when we get out, we can effectively communicate to our partners what we want. We feel good. We feel free. I'm all about that. So masturbate and take care of yourself, lean into self pleasure and intimacy during this time. We have our last segment, which is the Black Dr. Ruth. Normally, I have people call in and ask anonymous sex questions. But today, we have a special guest. We have Obi from the WorkBay podcast. And he and I are going to be discussing a tweet that he sent me about the number of sexual partners that you have, body count, all of that. Like, how much information of your sexual past do you have to share with your partners? Are you concerned with the number of partners that your partner has slept with that you've slept with? How important is it? Does self-exploration equal promiscuity? These are all the questions that we are answering right now. So stay tuned while we get Obi on the line. So we are joined by Obie from the podcast WorkBay Podcast. What's up, Obie?
1: Nothing much, just trying to stay sane in these crazy times.
0: I know, right? Really crazy times. But it's amazing that during these crazy times, I will say some of the best content has come out.
1: (laughs) For sure. For sure. Yeah. The socials are, are going crazy right now.
0: Exactly. Which brings me to the tweet that you sent me the other day, the link about... This girl who, you know, her fiance finds out her whole history basically. <laughs> <and> <laughs> the, the long of the sort.
1: That yes. sums it up.
0: Basically, finding out that she has slept with a lot of guys before, people, whoever. Um, even like a gangbang was thrown in there. And so yeah, he finds. Yeah, yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. The story had it all.
0: It had it all, really, truly, <laughs> truly had it all. Um, So he finds out all of these things and then he goes ghost on her. So he hasn't spoken to her for three days. And so now she's panicking and on Twitter, she's kind of retelling the story and asking people like, you know, is she wrong and saying that, you know, they had had conversations when they first started dating, but she kind of like lied about the numbers and Mm -hmm. the exact experiences so this was so intriguing because I feel like it's happened to me before. So I wanted to get another okay. perspective and talk about body count, which is basically the amount of people that you've slept with. How important is it that you tell this to your partner and all of that good stuff. So okay. are you ready? <laughs> yes, let's do this.
1: And I guess just, to, just for context for like your listeners, I don't know, maybe you'll end up sharing the, the original post. But I she, um, her boyfriend found this out from her sister's boyfriend so there's also like the wrinkle of like you know whether that conversation even should have happened between the two of them so there was like a few layers going on in this story too
0: exactly like why did he feel like it was his business to tell somebody else yeah (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) exactly Mm -hmm. that's crazy but okay well i want to know for you how 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 much of your sexual history do you feel like you are obligated to share with your partner? Do you feel like that's, like, when you start a relationship, like, you owe this person that information?
1: I don't feel that I necessarily owe them that information, but I still think it's a conversation that should be had. Um, I think because, uh, at least for me, I I feel like you can kind of... Let me start over. I never ask people their body count. I know that's our conversation we're having right now. So I guess I'll get kind of just get that out the way. My the more important thing for me is just a person's sexual health, meaning are they staying safe? Are you know, are they getting tested frequently? Um, That kind of thing. But in terms of just the, the, the sheer number of people they've been intimate with, or they've had sex with, that I, I've, I I don't think I've ever asked someone that I, I've never thought of it as like, particularly relevant information. How about you?
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I agree. I don't think I mean, I don't think I would outright ask someone like the exact number. Obviously, mm. like, like you said, I think health is so important. But even when you ask someone about their health, like, are you don't you have no guarantee that anyone is ever being on like honest with you to be for real? Like people Oh yes, you do.
1: I got receipts. <laughs> I need to see your let me see the I mean that's what I do. I share my, my STI screening results with if it's someone who I know I want I'm going to be intimate with, that's yes. that's a that's square one. Like before anything even goes down, you know, hopefully you've been tested within the past like two, three months. Here are my results. You yes. share your results, we're all operating from a a good starting point you know what I mean
0: yeah that's how I go about it yeah clean slate exactly I agree I agree with that I think it's more about the health than it is about the numbers but Mm -hmm. I had I had someone that I was dating they like outright asked me how many people I had slept with and like to be honest I have like I don't count anymore like I think some people count cool but like we're grown I'm not here making a list of the names that like did you I ever count with. like
1: do, is it like I a did. black book hiding somewhere in your personal possessions <laughs> there is okay. there is and if
0: I sit down I can write it out for sure but like why I don't i like I just don't know like why I need to like keep track of the number and like add numbers as I go like to me it's like what does that number mean like what purpose is it serving mm-hmm. am I gonna look back in five years and be like okay well here we're X amount of people that Mm -hmm. I've slept with and like it just the number holds like no value to me especially because a lot of those numbers like in the first years I was having sex like they shouldn't even fucking count.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So let me ask you that real quick like if you were still keeping this list today what criteria would need to be met for someone to make it onto that list.
0: I like that's so funny. I swear, (laughs) I swear, I was making a list after he asked me how many people. I was like, okay, let me just go home and like pretend to make it.
1: (laughs) Let me go through this this practice.
0: Yes, exactly. Let me go through this
1: exercise. Exactly.
0: And there were, I swear, there were people on this list that I wrote down and I scratched them out. So like, nah, that nigga don't count. Like, if it was, if it was like just kind of like a one-off like weird time where like i didn't come (laughs) (laughs) like i didn't didn't, like i didn't come or ended like Mm. halfway through i'm just like those instances i mean it was like a for effort but (laughs) but you
1: don't get to stay on
0: the list
1: yo that's hilarious yeah my best friend one time this had to be in college i think i was in grad school or like towards the end of undergrad My best, me and my my two best friends were having a conversation, just like, because there's one of my guy friends who I'm sure had me and my other friend beat, but then they both responded to me like, "Nah, I'm pretty sure you have the highest." I was like nah, nah. So I actually did the same thing you did and like I was like fuck it. Let me actually sit down and like try and write this out. And I was after doing that I was like yeah, I'm not doing this again because there's a few times where I didn't remember people's names and I was like yeah, let me not let me not do this. I don't like this game.
0: <laughs> I don't like this game. Yeah. Well, the thing that it's not it's not that I didn't that I forgot people's names, but what happened is I would like write the list and be like, "All right, like wipe my hands clean, there it is. And then like an hour later, I'm like, oh shit! Like John, yes. John, from yes, 2017, the one that you forgot, yes. exactly. Like, it was like exactly. more than one. It was more than one that I forgot. I, I, like, oh, I, I relatable <laughs> content.
1: I, I, I hear you. Yes, I hear you.
0: And then so after I made the list, I went back to this person. And full disclosure, I'm being so honest about this that I was dishonest. I went back to him and I cut that number in about half. And I was like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> but it's not just you. I feel like most people, that's why I don't even think it's a, it's a valid question. Cause I feel like most people <laughs> undercount. like you can't even take people's number at face
0: value. That's what I'm saying. So I went back, I cut it half. And it was just hilarious because his response was like, are you sure? I was like, yeah, why? He was like, are you sure? He was like, no, for real. Like, did you sit down Write it out. I was like, "Yeah, why?" He's like, "I mean, that number just like I'm surprised. It seems really low. Like, are you positive?" I was, just, started <laughs> I was like, <laughs> "Like, well, what are you
1: trying to say now?" Like, what, right? What, what are you trying to say?
0: <laughs> why don't you believe me? <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, it's just that's a whole can yeah. of worms. Anytime you get you get into this conversation, especially if it's not coming from a like a an informed place or like a a place of mutual respect or understanding. I feel like that conversation can go awry. It kind of sounds like that's yeah. was kind of what was maybe leading up or happening in that call. But how did it play out? Like once he once he asked you, yeah. did he let it go or he well, kept pressing you about it?
0: No, he let it go. And then it was just, an, it was ridiculous because then I asked him and he didn't want to share his exact number. He's like, well, I'll just say that it's a lot more than what you told me and I was like See, what we just now we're on this whole dishonest yeah train. <laughs> yeah <laughs> because why did you need to know my number but like yet I can't know yours like, yeah that's a little made, interesting. it was like it was interesting but again like I feel like it goes back to like my whole thing of just kind of like the ownership over like my body, my sexual history. Like, why is that information important for you to know, but like I can't know yours? Like, why? Why does the number define my sexual experience, but it doesn't define well, yours? Well,
1: I think you know I mean? think we both know the answer to that question. The, <laughs> yes, the patriarchy. Sure. The patriarchy affects yes. all of us, the male,
0: of, men yes. and women. Um, <laughs> exactly. Because
1: I mean, when you really boil it down, that's what it comes. Well, that's what it comes down to. Because I feel like a lot of men. Um, not for me personally, but I know a lot of men ascribe to the notion of, you know, quote unquote wifey material. And they'll directly mm-hmm. tie a woman's desirability to their chastity and perceived purity. So like meaning if he if, if the guy feels like your body count is too high for whatever arbitrary scale he's measuring up by, now that woman is not wifey material. You know what I mean? And I think I think women also buy into it, you know, the, the quote unquote pick me's, you know, by kind of touting <laughs> Douting the fact that maybe they they haven't been with a lot of people or I've even seen it as egregious on Twitter as where like women to keep their body counts low are fucking with like toxic men or their talk, you know, their exes and whatnot just because they don't want to, you know, quote unquote inflate their body count. I don't know. Have you seen that before? Have you heard yeah, about Yeah,
0: I have. And I think that is the dumbest shit I've yeah, ever Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: That I've seen that a few times and I'm like, what? Uh, what? Yeah, exactly. am like, wild so you're, to you're
0: gonna subject yourself to mediocre dick. Maybe it's great dick. Who knows? Let's say it's amazing dick still. Is it you're it worth gonna it, go though? back? Is it worth that's what I'm saying. You're gonna go <laughs> back. <laughs> like, yeah. is it worth it? Like yeah. dick is plen- dick is plentiful. Okay? Yes,
1: I remember this from the last time we recorded on our podcast. <laughs> dick is plentiful. Yes. It is. It is.
0: It is. You don't gotta just stick to one if you don't want to. Nah. Like really, you nah. know. You so know. yeah, I think I agree with everything you said about the patriarchy and all of that good stuff. And it goes even that saying. What is it? A whole. Freaking the sheets. Wait, what is it? <laughs> um,
1: damn, I'm forgetting it too now. Yeah, I have. Oh no, that's it. It's so a, it's a lady. A lady in the streets, freaking the sheets. That's yes,
0: it. exactly. And yeah. so that it kind of is that. Like you want someone, like it's okay if your your lady is a hoe for you, but you don't yeah. want anyone else to have that and a taste of it. To have that.
1: Yep. Yeah. Yes,
0: exactly. And another
1: thing that, and this is actually a, a conversation I've had with Jambi a few times. You you know Jambi. Yeah. 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 Um, just in in the terms of where a lot of men, you know, they'll want that quote unquote promiscuous or 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 woman who's out there, but then once they get her, now all of a sudden they want her to be, you know, like uh, a nun and like you know, not not <laughs> flouting that same sexual energy that attracted to you or in the first place. You know what I mean? You can't yeah, you can't have it both real. ways. If, exactly. if if this is what if this is what drew your attention to me, you know, have that same energy. You
0: can't. You yeah, can't and not, like. Yeah, you can't. Well, you have to trust that the energy that I'm putting out is like my true self. Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. like, if you're attracted to that, then you have to expect that, like, you're gonna, you're consistently going to get that <laughs> that energy, right? That energy, like you said, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I don't.
1: Would you ever want to know your partner's number?
0: You know, I think that's interesting. I think that um, I don't need to know the number, but I feel like what happens with me is I like my imagination kind of gets the best of me like mm. if if a, someone I'm sleeping with if they're telling me about their ex or we like run into someone that they used to date mm. or like even if it's like a platonic friend I'm always like oh yeah he slept with her, yep, <laughs> like, he slept with her. like that's just how my mind thinks okay. and like I feel like probably 80% of the time like I'm right like I feel like yeah when women you're have good like intuition. Yeah, I'm just kind of like you can tell, like, they're from their interaction. Yep, and I yep. think if you're dating, let's say you're dating people who are, you know, intellectual or um, talented, successful, handsome, in whatever regard that you find that you were attracted to that person, I'm sure that they're also attracting other people similarly, for right? sure, <laughs>
1: for sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah, that's, so that's it's like I think.
0: Yeah, so I just feel like my assumption is always like they probably have engaged sexually with the same amount, if not more, people than I have. So it's just like, and and you know, New York gets smaller and smaller as you <laughs> get older. That's a, that's so that's a way to I'm put sure, it. Yeah, so I'm like, yeah, when I see you with other people, I'm just like, yeah, you've probably had some kind of sexual yeah, interaction. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. That's true. That's true. Um, yes.
0: Um, I wanted to ask though, if you think, um, this is a question that I feel like relates back to like the word ho and. You know, it's funny because I did the IG Live with Afro Punk a couple weeks ago and my friend was watching and okay. someone that I used to date, I used okay. to date him. And so afterwards, I hit him up like, oh, I saw you in the comments, like, thanks for supporting. And he was like, yeah, like, you know, we had a conversation. He was like, it's just funny because I feel like your philosophy is like preaching to be a hoe, but I know you're not a hoe. And I was like, wait, what? I was like, I don't think my... <laughs> <laughs> he was like, you're not hoeing out here like some other folks are hoeing. And I was like, okay, huh. but I'm not saying that you have to be literally like sleeping with everyone on the, in yeah. their mama. Yeah. If you, if you don't want to, like, if you want to, I always say like, do you, but I'm like, but I feel like there's more meaning to like what I'm, what I'm after. Like, and just being like, you should do whatever feels good, whatever sexual desires feel good for you. Like mm. you should act them out. Mm. But, um,
1: well, the one so, caveat I would add to what you just said, uh, cause I agree yeah. with you. I uh-huh. the only kind of asterisk I do on as long as people are doing it like responsibly safely. and safely. Responsibly yeah. and safely. After that, you live your best life. Do whatever you gotta do. <laughs> no judgment from me. As long as you're not putting yourself at risk and other people at risk. You know what I mean? Like then have at it.
0: Exactly. But so um So then the question I want to ask you from that was, do you think that people who are sexually explorative, people who like want to try new things safely, of course, like people who want to go to sex parties or if they want to have threesomes or whatever, whatever type of kink that they're into, does that equal promiscuity? Like, does that mean that they're thought in out here in these streets and I feel like yeah,
1: out here. yeah. <laughs> so you you feel like that's the that's the leap he had made or he was trying to say that that, that yeah. some people do I
0: guess yeah I think okay. he was trying to say because I'm not like adding up a lot of partners but I'm not really mm-hmm. technically like hoeing or oh, I'm not yeah. I'm not like yeah. sexually open because I don't have a lot of sexual partners
1: I see I see but no I I personally don't think exploration equals promiscuity because I, I think for me when it comes to that term promiscuity um i think what the deciding like factor in it is if you're being like indiscriminate like you're just not like it's just like maybe you're just fucking everybody like it doesn't matter who what and i think once you're in that realm i think that's probably now we're headed we're heading into like a maybe that's like a mental health thing or or like something that you probably need to dig a little deeper to find out why you're kind of you know putting yourself in in those kind of uh positions but I think if you're if you're still practicing some type of discernment in terms of your sexual partners and and choosing them and 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 making that choice from an empowered place then I don't think those two equate at all really because I think I think everyone has the the freedom to kind of explore um their sexuality again as long as you're doing like in in a in a healthy and 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 safe way yeah with other consenting, you know, adults, then, yes. yeah, I, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't argue for that. Yeah. Well, what, what do you think?
0: Well, yeah, I agree with that completely. And it even brings me back to a story that like, I always go back to my friend, because his story is so powerful. But he basically mm. had like a lot of shame around sex, he grew up in a very strict religious household. Um, mm. And, like really for him in order to kind of like combat this shame and trauma was like for him to engage sexually with people who he trusted and felt really safe with. And sometimes Mm. you have to dip your toe in a couple different. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Test the waters waters a little bit. So like his his story, I think is interesting because, you know, he ended up going to like sex parties. He was like, well, I was invited to this like sex party. I was really curious. And, you know, as someone Mm -hmm. who wasn't exposed to sex as a young person he felt like you Mm -hmm. know I'm getting to the game kind of late like maybe this is a way I can just kind of like be thrown in and and see what and test and see what I like which I don't I don't knock him for that and so the sex parties actually really like opened him up in addition to like therapy and like being with partners that he could really communicate openly with and now he's in like a very successful um polyamorous relationship which is so Mm -hmm. dope and he wouldn't have even known that that was something that like was what he really needed in order to like perform sexually is to like Mm -hmm. have this openness with multiple people like he wouldn't have known that if he hadn't you know had some experiences
1: explored yeah Yeah, exactly But I, I think another interesting part of this conversation, and this is as a result of all the binge watching of trash reality TV I've been doing
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> in the middle of this
1: pandemic. I was watching, have you heard of this show called uh, Married at First Sight? It's on Lifetime.
0: No, I haven't. But I'm like, it's in the same vein as like 90 Day Fiancé, Love Is More Life, or less. Right? Yeah,
1: okay. yeah. But this one, I guess the wrinkle with this show is they literally get married at first sight. Like the first time <laughs> they are meeting each other, they are meeting each other at the altar. And the show kind of like explores their relationship afterwards. Um, But anyhow, there was a couple on the season I was watching uh, last week where he had some sexual experience, but he was paired with a woman who was a virgin. So she had no sexual experience at all. Um, But even that ended up presenting some problems in their relationship because there was still an imbalance there where he was open to being intimate and not just sexually, but even physically or in different ways and she wasn't as receptive or open to that because she hadn't had that experience. So I think I think really the pendulum can swing either way when when you're talking about sexual compatibility. I think it helps or at least in my experience I'll speak for myself, I found that I I I have better experiences with people who I feel like are sexually compatible who have had the same maybe experiences as I've had. And I think the only way you kind of arrive at that point is if you're leaving a room for exploration like you're asking about with your last question.
0: Yeah. Definitely. And I mean, I think it's kind of a gamble. Like, I think energy, I'm always so big on energy. Like, I'm sure you've experienced maybe if you're like at a party or in a room, and there's one person that just you can't, like, stop looking at, oh, or like, sure. yeah, like, yeah. something <laughs> something about them. We're just like, yeah. I don't know what this person, what kind of juju this person does, what the pull in. is, yeah, yes. yeah, <laughs> <Don't> sprinkled <laughs> in the air, yeah, yes. yep. but like, this is the one, this is the person, mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. I mean, I think in those instances, which are kind of like rare and fleeting, sometimes it doesn't happen like so often but I think in those Mm -hmm. moments you know kind of like okay damn like our sex would probably be like really fire but -hmm. then I think Mm -hmm. there and so you might get like it might be just luck of the draw like you the two of you come together and have really great sex but I think in other instances like it is kind of a gamble that like the first time with any person that you don't know super well like could either be really great or it could be something that needs improvement but Oh, yeah. For sure.
1: You're taking that, like you said, you're taking that gamble. But I think, you know, with everything else, when it comes to relationships, I, I think communication plays a big part in that. Uh, and I think that's where maybe we go wrong sometimes, or where a lot of people go wrong is not having these types of conversations before they even jump into this act. Um, yeah. And so I think I think people should really um, take it on themselves to have whatever questions they feel like they need answered out there in the open. Um, that way, you know, we're kind of operating from a place of transparency and openness and not people maybe harboring c- certain thoughts or fears about the person they're with and never kind of feeling empowered to to broach those conversations.
0: Yeah, dope. I mean, and I will be the first person to admit that in my 20s, those conversations were not being fucking had. And there was a, okay. lot, there was a lot of... That's we've it. all been there, or most
1: of us have been there. Honestly, yeah,
0: exactly, we've all been there. And then you love, you learn, and you grow, and you masturbate a lot more, and you can actually figure out like <laughs> what is happening, what do you need, what do you like, and then we can go forth <laughs> and we can prosper with good communication skills. <laughs> yes, yes. So, but
1: I'm curious because I, I, I want to, I want to bring it to to the original kind of prompt that started this conversation. What are your thoughts of that kind of um, the story? Like, what what do you think is going on there between her and her fiance? Is is there a way for them to kind of meet somewhere in the middle, or do you think they're done for?
0: Yeah, and I will share the original um, tweets on my page on my Instagram page, um, so we so people can read it and kind of catch up. But I mean, I think the fiance, if he needs like a few days time to step back and think about. I think the reason why he's probably upset about it is because they did have the conversation earlier on. So like, that was a moment that she could have really just been like completely honest. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Like, I think lying is never, <laughs> even though I lied about, oh, my body. I know, I was, just, yes, I was just about exactly. to tell on you. Is, I was like, hold up, <laughs> which is hold pro- up. Which is probably up. why that relationship <laughs> is no longer because there just was like there was just no trust there. But yeah, I feel like... Yeah. um yeah, I think he was probably like, Whoa, this is is what else could she potentially be lying about? I think that's always the thing with like relationships and lying. It's like you lie one time, but like your trust is kind of at the after that point it's gonna be really difficult to rebuild with someone that you thought you wanted to spend the rest of your life with. You know what I mean?
1: That's a good yeah. that's a good point. Yeah, that's it's like point. where does the lie? And even stop? if it wasn't yeah, no, for sure. And, and even if you're not even at the extent of these two where, you know, you're engaged, even even several steps before that, trust trust is everything. And if you and if you feel like that's been uh kind of taken away from you, I can see why whether it was the the uh man or woman or whatever kind of configuration of relationship, um, why it might be hard for them to kind of come to terms with that.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think it was really really inconsiderate for the sister's boyfriend to like insert himself into their business. And um mm-hmm. and also the sister why like why does that why does the sister's boyfriend know her information to begin with? I'm just kind of like, well they went to call us together, right?
1: They went that that's what it okay. was. They gone so they 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 knew her from Wait, 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 wait. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they saw <laughs> They saw how she was moving back in the day, yeah, yeah. so they 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 knew I mean, yeah. I
0: just feel like you can't you can't, I think he has reason to be upset, but I think if he really loves her, then like they should work it out, and that sexual history should not affect how they you know go on in their relationship, but if it's a matter of like trust and honesty, then I think, yeah, they're gonna have to like really take some time to rebuild that, especially since it seems like for him that that number or that past of hers is something. That it really affects him. Do you know what I mean? Like, I I don't yeah. think it would affect me personally if if like my partner, it like came out that ten years ago he had this like crazy time. I would just be like, oh, that's really fucked up that you didn't tell me. But I don't know if it would be like, I don't yeah. love you anymore. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah. No, I you you are far more optimistic. Than me. <laughs> I, I, I I I see I see dark clouds <laughs>
0: at for this really
1: because. I, I, man, just, just knowing the male ego and like, and whatever image he might've had of his fiance in his mind, again, going back to those ideas of like chastity and purity, whatever, whatever vision he had of her has completely crumbled and he's going to have to find a way to kind of either come to terms with that. But that's, that's, I find like for a lot of men, that's not always easy to do.
0: Yeah,
1: I think I think they might have they might have been on better footing, like you were alluding to earlier, if this conversation had been had initially and if she had been more honest about her past. Yeah, um, I think I think maybe it would have been easier for him to brush it off or kind of take it as a part of, you know, just who she is or how she's arrived to where she is now versus fast forward. I think how long they've been engaged for two years. Yeah, that's a whole different conversation. You know what I mean? That's a whole different feel to that conversation.
0: Definitely. I agree. I mean. Yeah, I think I actually have kind of run into it sometimes of like, I don't know, I, I get a little self-conscious at moments because I don't, like, whenever I meet someone new that I'm really interested in, I don't ever lead with saying that like, oh, I have pro ho and I talk about sex because I feel like for fear of those reasons that it just like can A, be intimidating, I think, to some people. And then on the other hand, I think that if you don't know what it is, then you just <clears throat> assume that I'm like, actually like. <laughs> like being really irresponsible with my body,
1: mm-hmm. and that's not mm-hmm. the
0: case. So I can understand how mm-hmm. she was a little bit fearful of sharing that information if she felt that she was going to be judged. Which too, oh because, yeah, and I get yeah, that. because it yeah. often does happen, right? Unfortunately, unfortunately, yeah. no,
1: for sure, for sure. I don't, I don't think we're. I think we're kind of moving uh, closer to a, a place and space where people can be more open and forthcoming about of sexuality and 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 that's kudos to people like you who are in that space and kind of leading these kind of conversations but i i would be lying if i said we're at the point where someone can just put all this stuff out on main street and them not receive any type of like judgment so so yeah i think it definitely takes some some kind of uh Finesse as to when you have that conversation as well. Yeah, the timing of for it. For sure. Yeah. yeah,
0: it makes you know, mm-hmm. it's it's difficult. So I think even when I tell people like, oh yeah, I'm ready for a relationship, and people are like, are you you are like what? Like no, you're. Not. And I'm like, wait, wait, why? It's like, why is it? How are you gonna yeah, tell me? Yeah, you gonna tell me? And why yeah, is it that I can't yeah. be like vocal about sexuality and pleasure without also being like a com- in a committed relationship with someone? So it's it's really interesting. Like I think we're moving in that direction like you said, but I think we still have a really long <laughs> way to go.
1: For sure. Yeah, for sure. exactly. For sure. Yeah.
0: Well, I want to thank you for coming on and talking about this topic. I think it's so interesting and I hope that a lot of other people will chime in on what they think. Cause I feel like it's controversial. Like I think body count, like as adults, it should be a moot point. But I think people, <laughs> I think people still rely on it yeah, as like some type of like yeah. weird like measuring your worth like yeah.
1: system. No, I hear you. I hear you. But and I'm sure, I'm sure we'll talk <laughs> more about it off off mic. Cause I have some, I have some more questions. Yes. Now. But no, I I definitely I appreciate you uh, bringing me on, and and it was definitely fun. Fun conversation. For sure.
0: And where can people find out about WorkBay podcasts, like share all your handles and all that good stuff?
1: I know. I have so many. I'm like, damn, where do I start? (laughs) (laughs) Well, the best place to start is just my personal um, IG account. That's double O eight and then s so double o eights with the number eight and you can kind of branch out to all that i do from there um my podcast is at work bay pod and i'm also a photographer so you know once <laughs> plug, plug once it. we can be within once we can be within six feet of each other again y'all hit me up and we'll get these portrait sessions going yes. uh but yeah so you can find me there and 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 hit me okay, up dope.
0: Okay, so now you definitely have to go back and read all of those tweets. I'll be sure to post it on my IG page at I'm ProHo. And maybe you'll realize that you agree or disagree with what Obi and I had to say. But thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of the ProHo podcast. Again, my name is Penda Jai. Please remember to like, subscribe, share, all that good stuff, and we'll see you next time. Peace.